0: felt what it is like to have your horse do a skip of sorts underneath you as you're riding around the arena? Well, I want you to picture this. So you're cantering along, you're perhaps on maybe the right lead, you're tracking to the right, and then you have to change direction. So as you begin to maybe make the preparations to shift down in gears, so you're doing a lot of half holding there whatever you're doing, uh, so as you can actually bring him back to trot or to walk, And then to change into canter on the opposite lead, lo and behold, he seems to almost read your mind. And without a word of explanation, just into the canter on the opposite lead, he performs a flying change. Well, guys, this week we are going to be talking about how you can then ride your horse in future to... Well, I suppose do these flying changes when you want to do it. Hi there my name is Lorna I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success where we create these audio horse riding lessons that you can download onto your phone or your iPod or for everything you want and you can listen to them as you're riding your horse or on the way to the barn. We create five every week this is the first lesson the Monday lesson it's always an overview of what we're going to be going over and going through step by step for the rest of the week and I would love for you to join us you can pop over to www.stridesforsuccess.com and all the details are there but guys I want to get on with today and with the flying changes so you know it's my experience that flying changes are one of those things that riders tend to overthink a little bit Um, you know a lot of the success of a flying change actually depends on the preparation and the quality of the gait that's leading up to it and the other part of the successful outcome or riding a successful flying change is that once you have prepared it and once you have set everything up You need to stop shuffling, okay? And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So basically your flying change is from when your horse changes from one canter lead. So let's say you're on the right canter lead, he's cantering around the arena. So if you're looking at him, his right front leg is in front as he's cantering along and you want to change to the left canter lead without having to return to walk or to trot to do so. And basically what happens is that moment of suspension in the canter. So, of course, the canter, you get this one, two, three, one, two, three. And that space between the three and then the one, that is where your horse essentially skips. And he changes, Okay, and he he changes his back uh, legs first and then he changes his front legs. And basically all he's doing there is he's changing the sequence of the footfalls and it results in him swapping leads. So he would end up on the left canter lead. And no walking or trotting was required. Um, Now, the thing is, the flying changes, um, it's often the difference if you're competing between um, being placed and being also ran, basically. Um, Because obviously, if you're doing flying changes, you have reached a certain level in your training, first of all. But then you're also able to navigate things easier. It means that your horse is more balanced. And it also means that you can get from A to B. Bitter, (laughs) and that is vitally important. However, before you begin working on flying changes, it's really important that you have a few things really, really sorted out between you and your horse. So, first and foremost, Are you able to canter with your horse? Oh, you'd be surprised at the amount of people who can't. Okay. So all I mean there is that you're basically able to move with your horse. You're not getting left behind. You're not bouncing around the saddle. You're moving with your horse. The other thing that's important is that your horse is able to remain straight, balanced, and in rhythm. In the canter okay and all I mean here is often your horse will maybe canter for a few strides and then he begins to go a little bit crooked or begins to weave or he begins to fall in or fall out he needs to be able to remain straight this comes down to having strength but also it's down to having discipline as well as and you as the rider being able to ride your horse in that nice straightness and how you could check this is by Working on some transitions in and out of the canter, can you, are you able to basically keep the, the straightness, the balance and the rhythm? Very, very important. Is your horse responsive to your aids? <laughs> okay. You, the canter, obviously, um, and the flying change, it, it happens very quickly just like that so it's very very important that your horse is listening to you and that he is responsive and then also that you have an independent seat because as I mentioned it does a little bit feel like your horse is going to skip underneath you it feels like he's doing a bit of a skip or a jump and he's all joyful and happy and if you are maybe slightly unbalanced or if you're depending on your horse for support that is definitely going to shift you off balance which can be a bit disastrous. Uh, for both you and your horse, okay? You also need to be able to feel what's happening underneath you and which leg is moving when. And this comes down to the timing, which I'm going to be talking about just now. And then, lastly, another, it's not exactly a prerequisite, but it's something that I recommend, and I'm going to explain why just now, is that you can lengthen and shorten your horse's strides within the gait. So, all it means is that you can lengthen and shorten your horse's canter strides in the canter. So, once you've got all that sorted and you feel, yes, you know, I'm able to do that, I'm fairly competent there. You can then start maybe preparing to go and to ask your horse to complete a flying change. Okay, so you want a clean change. Now, all I mean there is that the horse's front legs and his back legs change to the new sequence of footfalls so often you get a horse who'll change in front but he doesn't change behind and he's led he's into a disunited canter it ends up being a four beat canter as opposed to a three beat canter and it feels funny when you're riding it as well and in order to get that change it's very very important that you are working on the timing first of all but then also the quality of the canter and your horse, in order to get enough space basically between him and the ground <laughs> that he's able to make those changes, he has to have quite a bit of spring and quite a bit of bounce and suspension in the canter, so this is where when I mentioned earlier, going um using your lengthening and your shortening, this would be where it's important for you, okay, so when do we ask for the canter? Well, you ask for the canter, remember when you ask first of all, your horse has to realize, okay, she's just asked me a question and then he has to be able to act on it. So it's important that you're asking, that you're giving him basically enough time to be able to respond to the question. Okay. So, Where I would suggest you're asking is that when your horse, just as he is putting down the inside front leg, okay, so as the inside front leg is coming forward, so again, let's use the analogy that you're on the right rein and you're going to change onto the left rein, you're going to do a flying change to the left lead, um, it would be when the inside right leg Uh, The front right leg comes forward just as it's coming forward right to touch down. That is where you would ask. Because as it touches down, the back legs are now coming forward, okay? And you've got that moment of suspension. And that is where he has to change everything in order to get onto the left lead, okay? So how do you make this happen? Well, first things first, I suggest that when you're riding today or the next time you're riding, you begin working on this in walk, okay? The reason is because there's quite a bit happening, there's quite a bit that you have to actually do in order to set the transition up or to set the flying change up. And in walk, you can begin to, I suppose, get very clear in your head, about what you want to do and when you want to do it so basically what would happen is as you are cantering along and as you ask for the flying change of course you're going to have halt. you're going to balance things back up and then everything is going to change so your inside and your outside are going to swap places and then as they swap your horse will feel that of course with your new outside back leg coming back like a window wiper or is just going to come back, like tagging him. This one, doop, there we go. And then, lastly, is going to be your seat bones, and um, that will change then, and that will give that feeling. And not only that, I think it's important to get clear on the fact that maybe your legs and your hands must change first, so and then your seat bones and shoulders last, because as your seat bones and cho- shoulders change, they should be following your horse in the change. So. It's, It all stays, I suppose you and your horse are synchronized all the way through it, um, that you're not uh, coming up against each other and you're not you're coming up while he's going down and you're going to end up bouncing. And of course, afterwards, you have to be able to ride on into the canter afterwards. So it's really important as well. Now, what's also important here. So I mentioned your legs earlier. So as they have to change, but then your hands as well, because remember your house, outside hand is all the time supporting your horse through it. And it's really important that as you change, your outside hand obviously swaps around, but then that the new inside hand allows a little bit because you need to make space for that shoulder, that new you inside shoulder to come up into the transition so that's very very important as well okay so what you can do is as you're riding there on a circle you can begin to um just work on um, almost mimicking how your body would be in the canter and you can just stay in the walk now I want you just to notice what's happening with the shoulder okay and try and pay attention to that because the whole thing is you want to train your body so as your body just does it that you don't have to keep thinking about it okay and then I want you to look at somewhere where you can have an x so you can stay on maybe a 15 meter circle and look at the x and when you are at the x you would then change onto the another circle on the opposite rein okay so it's like a big figure of eight you're going to write. now again just do it and walk but I want you to plan it out and be fairly meticulous about asking for the half halts about straightening for those few strides as you cross x and then changing your bend okay so why are we straightening well because what I would then suggest you do once you've got it clear in your head about what you're asking and how you're going to ask is then begin working it and trot and once it just don't worry about canter just yet again it is just getting the balance getting the rhythm getting it clear in your mind what you're going to ask and when you're going to ask it before you then even attempt the flying change. And then once you have that um, all organized in your head and your horse is pretty organized, you can then pick up the canter. Now, I suggest initially the first few times coming back to the trot as your horse is uh, transitioning from the left lead and to the right lead or vice versa, okay? And all that is take the time to bring it back to trot Give it three strides of trot. Use that to straighten, to rebalance. And not only that, it kind of slows things down so you can change yourself. And then strike off the counter on the opposite lead and off you go around your circle and keep doing this for a little while you can even do it through walk if you can if you can manage a canter to walk you can bring it back down as well now if you're noticing that your horse is not as maybe lively or bouncy I wouldn't say lively it's more bouncy you have to remember it's the quality of the canter you can then begin adding in some transitions and on the circle without actually being at x and all this will do will first of all get your horse a little bit more in tune with you and responsive to you but then also he is going to um begin to engage his hind quarters a little bit more so you can transition both um out of canter into trot and walk but then also some transitions in the canter um, so lengthening the strides bringing it back shortening the strides lengthening the strides using your half halt all the time to just engage that hind end and once you feel that you have enough there and there's enough bounce going on underneath you you can then Begin to ask for the flying change. Now, it's really important. You have to keep in mind that once you have it set up and you almost, once you've put it into motion, your job is then just to sit up and allow your horse to change. You get a lot of riders and they, I don't know if they're leaning or they're pushing or what they're doing but they're definitely exaggerating something with their upper body and uh, they're a little bit all over the place and all that's happening there is they actually knock their horse off balance okay and they confuse the situation a little bit so just remember to sit up put all your do all your preparation beforehand on your circle so as then when you ask for the change it's all done and your horse just has to switch gears and there you go you've got it okay now the other thing is if you try and do this too early in your horse's training you can well you can make a bit of a mess and the thing is your horse needs a certain amount of strength in order to be able to perform this so really really I know it sounds exciting and it sounds great but rather your horse will let you know if he's ready to perform a flying change or not and then as i say if he does it will take a while like i'm not saying do this in one day this may take a few days or even a few weeks and um, to i suppose get your horse responsive enough and understanding enough that he knows what you're looking for guys i'm going to leave it at that we are talking about flying changes all this week over at daily strides and you can join us you can pop over to www.stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join there we go it's pretty simple there And um, yeah, you can join us over there and get all the week's lessons. We're going to be going through it step by step each day, uh, building you up to actually performing a flying change. And I would love to see you over there. Have an absolutely awesome day. And I will see all our wonderful members tomorrow. Bye.